quack, 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 quack. Ducks, the show where we look back at the 1992 Disney hockey classic, The Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. I'm Blake, and on the line is my very special guest. Hi, I'm Tierney Steele. I am new to five minutes at a time. This is very scary for me. <laughs> I usually do movies by minute. This no is problem. a big step. I've done... Uh, Return to Oz Minute, I've done the Never Ending Story Minute, and I'm currently in production on MASH Minute and on Joe vs. Vol- well, Joe vs. Volcano Minute. Fair enough. Some of those titles are a little clever, but <laughs> if you see Joe vs. the Minute, I think you can figure it out. Yeah, I think you're good. <laughs> the concept yeah. works. So, I've been asking everybody right off the bat, what is your interest in the Mighty Ducks movies? You're one of the first people that jumped on this, so what's your interest? <laughs> Um, so I actually have a note for the end of this minute where I'm like, Charlie, I can't believe in just a couple years you would teach me to love. <laughs> um, Thank you. Someone else get the pesty re- pacey reference. Thank you. <laughs> nope. Um, actually, it's the end of D2. Okay. <laughs> Basically, I was, I want to say I was in fifth grade when that came out. I'd have to double check the math, but I have a distinct memory of dancing in fifth grade to whoop. There it is. That I, I was from this movie. Um, so yeah spoilers for d2 the minute he like puts his hand out to stop russ from taking off his jersey oh yeah my my little heart went uh, oh like I, my best friend I, like i had a bunch of friends that were guys and i had older boy cousins and all of a sudden i was just like uh, what is what is this feeling in my heart and then the rest of d2 happens and at the end when he runs out on the ice i just went oh boys boys oh. are a thing Nice. I would like one, please. <laughs> and so Charlie Conway was my first, like... Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. it oh. as, <laughs> as we've been joking about this entire run of the show, a very young Josh Jackson. <laughs> Everyone yeah. Loves him. Everyone loves him. It's, it's impossible. And, and I mean, and it's funny because... Up until that point, I could have very superficially told you, like, oh, I think Banks is cuter. Like, you know, whatever. I'm a little girl. I think Banks is cuter. And then, like, yeah, the end of D2 happened. I was just like, I feel funny. Uh-huh. I have to go lay down. That's adorable. <laughs> That's actually really adorable. <laughs> so the minute I saw people were doing the Buddy Ducks movies, I was like, I'm, I'm in. I'm Fair in. Enough. I'm in. <laughs> And this is actually a great section to have me in, although I was thinking of it towards the end of these five minutes of 
I, my senior year, one of my college roommates was a huge hockey fan, Bruins fan. Ah. She was one of nine children, all of whom played hockey. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so, and, and yeah, one of the things I, I discovered that year is that it's very hard to go from watching a game to watch Mighty Ducks movies or any chili hockey. It's, oh, no, I know. They're so <laughs> slow. No, I know. I know. It, actually, so I, it's funny. I'm excited to be here for pros. <laughs> it's funny because I've gone the other way with these movies where I'm noticing, mm-hmm. like, that should not be it. That should be a penalty. That should be this. <laughs> that should be that. <laughs> I'm doing that a lot in these movies. It's hysterical. <laughs> Nobody cared. Nobody oh, cared at all. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the, because I wanted to look at stuff about how they doubled the kids and things like that and how they did the hockey scenes. And in the IMDb trivia, one of the goofs is just like, there are several things that are against the rules of hockey in this movie. This one's so much worse than the others, too. This is so much worse. It's like, wow. It's. They don't even care. So bad. But I, I love, I'm also, I'm from Connecticut. So that's why I was like, when you said specifically, what would you like in this movie? I'm like, oh, oh, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> well, we'll get right into this. We um we we finish off our nice um cheering section right before this when they were dan- when we have the spinning on the ice at Met- at the Met Center, which is where this is taking place at this point in the movie, and the game we're watching is the Minnesota North Stars and the Hartford Whalers, <laughs> and I I remember the Hartford Whalers for one reason, and I will be honest here, I'm a huge Devils fan. And okay. I used to listen to Devils Radio, the Devils Hockey on the Radio, because the Devils used to be on a pay station. So I used to listen to the radio games all the time. I, and I'm going to be honest here, I remember the Hartford Goal Train sound. <laughs> I hated that thing on the radio. Like, it was so annoying on the radio. Oh, my God. Said college roommate and I had assigned parts for Brass Bonanza. <laughs> Perhaps after we had imbibed, <laughs> we would sing Brass Bonanza wow. to our arts. Uh, yeah, the UConn hockey team uses it as their goal song, and uh, apparently the Yard Goats uh, baseball team uses it for home runs. Really? That's interesting. So Brass Bonanza is still going strong in Connecticut. Well, I know the Hartford Whale, <laughs> Connecticut Whale, is now a minor league squad. Am I correct? Uh, there is... The, there's a girls' team that's the whale, isn't yes. there? There is the yes, there, there, yes, there's two. There's two. There's the actual, okay. There's the women's team is also a minor league hockey team. There's the AHL team. Okay. There's two. So I sorry, I'm down near near Bridgeport, so the Sound Cats were the only things that they were ever giving away tickets for for that level Fair of enough. hockey. Fair enough. Yeah. So this is the Minnesota North Stars and the Hartford Whalers, and can we just like pour one out? For the Dallas Stars and the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> it's, you know, it's funny. It's funny. They they don't win cups in their original cities, and they move on, and they win on the cups in the other cities. That's how it works, you know? So um, you'll probably hate this, but one of the things that I had to look up, I discovered, I thought this was still on my phone, but apparently it isn't, and I'll see if I can play it. I don't know if you can hear that. I can hear that. Okay. Oh my god. 
now. Glenn Wesley's in the groove. Sean Burke's a great, great wall. He's kicking pucks away. And Primo lands a crunching check that really makes our day. Hey, jingle bells, Kate yells, did he miss why the net? <laughs> anyway. So, yes, I have a whole two minutes jingle bells about the Hartford Whalers from I just, 1996. I totally <laughs> muted my mic so everyone could hear that. I totally did that. <laughs> so that is wow. Chuck Caton, Caton's crazy crew released Jingle Bells in That's 19... Awesome. I think it was 1996. The thing I downloaded from Kazaa was oh 1996. <laughs> oh, um, Yeah, he was the Whalers announcer, and I believe he went with them to Carolina. I believe I'm pretty right. sure he's a Canes announcer I now. I you're right. Um, I have to admit, I wasn't as into hockey until after these movies came out. So I only caught the tail end of the, like, and again, I live down closer to New York. So it's not like it was easy for me to go to a game. Um, the only other person I knew who was into hockey was my uncle who's from Massachusetts. He was a Bruins fan. He was not rooting for the Whalers. So it was just kind of like, by the time I knew enough to be into it, it was over. They moved in 1997, I and I got into hockey in 98. <laughs> it was Ooh. so sad. Wow. See, yeah. I... Well, when I went to high school, I started like going to games, and I I had figure skated until then, so I was all about you know Connie and all that stuff. But Fair I enough. I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. It's, well... it, it breaks my little heart, and I'm also a little bit sad because. Because this movie is a lie. Because this is the February 29th, nineteen ninety two game, and the Whalers won at five to four. I actually, I actually have a stat. <laughs> so I actually, take that. Here, I'll give you the information. I have a ball down here. This actually is not incorrect. This game is not incorrect. They didn't show the end of the game. What they showed us was. Oh, here, I'll okay. I'll explain it. They, it's a three three tie here. I looked up the box score just so I can clarify. It's a three three tie. Hartford okay. takes the lead before the end of the second period. And then Minnesota ties the game, and that's the goal we see. Because Mike Madonna assisted okay. on that goal. So that's the thing. It's Dave Gardner from Neil Bryan, soon to be devil, and um, Mike Madonna. And we see Mike Madonna pass the puck. In our world, he scores the goal. Technically, he gets the assist. And they do lose. Oh, okay. So they He's go. one of the ones that, like, talks to Gordon and the kids, right? Right, right. In our previous Mandana? episode. Okay. Yes. In our previous yeah. episode. Sorry to take you guys back, but no, you're fine. I, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> well, Mike Madonna, um, I, I, I have to say, I have to say, I'm, I, I go back to the early 90s as a hockey fan. I actually came in during the 93-94 season, so I've been around for a long, <laughs> long time. And... <laughs> I saw Mike Madonna play for Team USA at the Garden <laughs> because I won tickets to the World Cup of Hockey. And Mike Madonna uh. was on that team, and the te- and Team USA beat Czechoslovakia 9-3. to three. All right, all right. I, it is correct at the time, but I have to say... As someone who is Slovak, mm-hmm. my grandmother never accepted anything as being Czechoslovakian. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> stating the facts in 1996 when I was at the game. Yes, yes. 
Third and then team would have been Czechoslovakia. <laughs> scores two goals in Canada in Game 3 of the Finals to win the World Cup for Team USA in one of the best third periods of hockey I've ever seen. <laughs> By far, the best sense. third period of hockey ever was Team USA, Team Canada from the 1996 World Cup Game 3. So, Well, and it makes sense that they would be showing a great Minnesota moment because obviously everyone wants to dance in the most 90s way. But like the exactly. 90s fashion and the music, this whole thing is just fantastic. Exactly. It's fun. It really is a lot of fun. It it's, is. And seeing it's weird because the logo never changed from Minnesota to Dallas. So yeah. you get very confused on what's going on. I, I do love the fact Goldberg's still wearing his Flyers hat, by the way. <laughs> No matter yeah, what. I've got a friend who's a Flyers fan. That's Flyers fan behavior. <laughs> hey, get, you know what? I, I I know over on Mean Girls Minute, they were joking around Gritty. At a Devils fan, I want to hate him, but I can't. Like, I can't hate him. <laughs> it's impossible. Okay. <laughs> I got to give some love for the Whalers players. And literally the only thing I remember of actual players is the CVS line. Yes. Was that something that. that people said when it was actually going on? Yes. I love I that. that. So Kessels, Verbeek, and Sanderson. Yes, I remember that. CVS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I was so excited when I saw that. It like triggered in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so we um in the main, uh, in the background of the whole game, you have Adam who's been sitting banks, who's been sitting with the team, and some Hawks player mm-hmm. shows up to the game. And they give him the, like the, the, I'm going to shoot you with a gun moment. I'm like, what the? What is a kid's movie. that? This like, is a they kid's movie. escalate really quickly. It's a weird sound effect. And also, um, if you were a jerk in the 90s, did they just give you those windbreakers? I think the same thing. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But I always love when Fulton is just sitting there. Not only do they have no clue what's going on, he's always like this through the entire movie. He's got his own little world at all times. I like that, though. That's great. That kind of works for me. Oh, it works <laughs> for both his character. It's just funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, going on ever. and this is we get holding hands at the hockey yes, game. <laughs> that's not paid off to D2 either. That's not paid off in this movie. <laughs> No. Um, it helped distract me from the completely child-inappropriate ads on the Jumbotron. <laughs> did you notice that? I did notice that. There's well, like the a 90s. teeny tiny Coca-Cola one at the top, and then it's like, beer and cigarettes. Have at it, kids. It, it's the 90s. <laughs> it was so different then. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. I mean, I love the Jumbotron. Like, that's such a sweet... And I love when you go to hockey games, and the team is there. Actually, the best is when the little kids play on the ice. I am like... Mm-hmm. As pumped for that in I between periods as I am the actual game. I love them. Those are so much fun. Oh and my gosh. Here um, in Milwaukee, they have the Admirals and the mm-hmm. NHL team for the Predators. And they do the Mites on Ice. They do that stuff. They do they do random games with the fans. It's so much fun to be at Admirals games. It really is. <laughs> so. Even if you can't drink Budweiser and smoke Winston's exactly. while on the ice anymore. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So they celebrate the goal. They're cheering like hockey fans do, which is hysterically cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> and then we cut to the kitchen where Charlie's taking food out of the oven. 
And telling us about the worst playoff tradition. <laughs> okay, I'll honestly tell you, I have never heard this outside of this movie. I've never heard this. Oh, really? No. I, I, Wait, I for the North play... Stars or just in, in general, general? In general. I only maybe in baseball tops, but never in hockey. Never in hockey. Okay. okay. I, I was going to say, because all, all the examples I can think of are baseball, baseball. so maybe. I hear it in baseball, but never in hockey. Because mm-hmm. it's too gross. I'm sorry. It's too damn gross. <laughs> what we're talking about is... Charlie Gordon says he heard the North Stars wear the same underwear all through the playoffs last year for luck, and I'm doing the same thing. Wow. <laughs> oh, Charlie. This is the man who would teach me to love, everybody. <laughs> I do love the fact, by the way, that Gordon does not let him go that he just wanted food yeah. while telling him this. <laughs> Emilio Estevez's face is pretty classic in response. Yeah, it's like... Um... Yeah, I had just written, boys are gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was distracted. I think I had a type. Is it just me with the hair? I think that is the same shirt. He looks like little Russ from Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Ooh. I... The older brother I... that gets shrunk. That kisses Amy, not that I, like, noticed. (laughs) (laughs) He's played by Thomas Wilson Brown. I did look up his actual name. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, if you look at Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I I swear, like, it's almost the same exact shirt. I mean, like, I had a type in the early 90s, apparently. (laughs) Oh, man. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, But, yeah, Charlie's being... Super subtle. <laughs> yes. Char- Charlie. Uh, we, also. We, we got, okay. Good. No, I just, I was, I was distracted because at first I was like, there's so much artwork. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. She's an artist. It's okay. But then exactly. I'm like, there's so many lamps and that isn't explainable. And the candles that look like a menorah behind them for no reason. You, like, why you, is that there? <laughs> but look at this. Look at this apartment. There are lamps everywhere. That's so true. <laughs> I Even see if you're not a fan of right now. lighting. Like, yeah. Just, just when she walks in, it's out of control. <laughs> why do you need this many lights? Like, what do you need them for? If you're not filming a movie, why do you need this many lamps? <laughs> oh, they're just scattered. That's funny. I never noticed that. That's very funny. <laughs> it, 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 you can't unsee it, so I'm sorry to literally everyone who listens to your podcast. Don't worry about it. That's kind of the fun of this concept. That's kind of the fun of this, isn't it? Oh, I'm oh, ruining things God. for people. <laughs> oh. So we were joking earlier in the movie on how Charlie just won't let it go about the fact <laughs> that he's trying to hook up Gordon and his mom the entire movie. <laughs> won't stop. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> subtle Charlie. <laughs> or not so subtle. Or not so subtle at all anymore. <laughs> I mean, okay. But in Charlie's defense, we're about to get to the next scene. He's not wrong. No. I, I, but I find funny. I just noticed this for the first time watching it in slow motion. Charlie looks at Gordon like he is, like, at a bar. And he's his, um, oh, I forgot the word I'm looking for. His wingman. He's looking at his wingman. <laughs> like, go, go, go hit on her. Go, go, go. Kind of <laughs> is. Which is creepy. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Uh, I, I, oh man. I, and I have a pause on like, this really funny moment where they're both smiling in the exact same way. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> I, yep. 
I, and I gotta admit, as a kid watching this movie, like, I was totally on board when it came back, and it was like, what? The love story. Exactly. That's what happens in movies, right? Why not? And Adults even, even don't in, have make decisions. <laughs> well, even in, like, a Disney movie that's about hockey, we have to have a love story somewhere in the movie. So that's what we're doing. The adults have the love story. Because it's okay. way, way too weird for the kids to have a love story at this age. It's <laughs> way too strange. The only hand that the hockey game was with it. Yeah, <laughs> that was the piece of, awesome. of elementary school love. <laughs> we'll get back to it in D2. That's what we'll do. <laughs> yep. Um, but so I used to not like this. I was like, oh, whatever. I mean, like, I guess the little men with tiny chisels and big mittens is a good line, but I always hated the scene. This was like, a, I'll go make popcorn. The boring, slow, love story, grown-up scene. I kind of like, now that I am a grown-up, I guess. That's true. It's- I am digging her. I lo- She's like, she's so sweet in this scene. What, what makes it fun is we see how sweet she is. He's trying so hard to impress her, but she's also very independent. Where it's like, I could do it. I don't. Ha- I don't need you, but I'm dating you because I, I. I kind of like you. You know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You well, know? I like her first like big line was, "I'm nervous. I'm rambling on and on here. You probably think I'm weird." And it's just like, "Hey, men, sister. Like, how many times have you been in that situation with someone you kind of like?" <laughs> It was so cute. Or bite like, you know, so you're just nervous enough. And he says, No, I think you're great. It kisses her on the cheek. It's so sweet. Like, oh my God. Uh, you know what? It made me really happy. It reminded me of the movie While You Were Sleeping. Okay. And I think the 90s did something really nicely with scenes like this where grown ups were allowed to be grown ups and they were allowed to be nervous around people they liked, but they weren't trying to be. 15 years old again. True. Adults like, are the adults. Like, they aren't acting like, yes, adults are allowed to be adults. They are not acting like teenagers. But they also are allowed to, like, you know, be kind of awkward on a first date. Exactly. <laughs> be nervous, have these sweaty palms, and be honest, you know? It's, it's adorable. I mean, now, to be fair, Emilio Estevez looks way too young to be in this movie now, but <laughs> it's, it's, it just... I don't think that's something we get anymore, unfortunately. I, I think they're trying. I've definitely seen trailers for movies, and I have a young kid, so I don't get to go to the movies anymore. But I I think some people are trying to kind of bring it back of like, no, adults are allowed to have fun. It's true. It's very, very true. And it's, it's like we're away from the kids for a little while here, too. And it's like we're taking a break. We're going to have all hockey pyramids for the next, like, half hour. So we kind of yeah. need a breather. And a little bit of realism. And the fun part is that she starts talking about herself with a kid and saying that the castle is like an ice castle. And that was her room. And then she gave the room next to hers to Charlie, which is adorable. Absolutely cute. But Gordon may have gone one too far. You know? (laughs) I have in all caps the quote from Billy Madison. You blew it! (laughs) Oh, close! So close. He, He just... He... It was like, he stepped too far too soon, you know? <laughs> oh, it was so close. Yeah, so, and it's really distracting also because just from a technical standpoint, the AD, the room echo on this ADR was driving me nuts. <laughs> I didn't notice it in like the cute little close-up scenes, but in these scenes where they're like talking across a distance to each other, it's 
real bad. Okay. I feel kind of bad for him because on the one hand, he's trying to be cute and flirty. And like you said, he goes just a step too far. Yeah. And... So I understand, like, it's so easy to walk into that. But I'm kind of annoyed that he doesn't seem to pick up on, like, what he did wrong. It well... seems to me that, like, you should be able to guess, like, that you've gone too far and walk it back without her having to say... You need to walk it back. Well, what's interesting is I don't know, like, the last time he's actually maybe had a date like this. Because you got to think, the life he was living, was he actually dating or was he just picking people up at bars? Like, what was he doing? You know? He really hasn't gone on a date probably in a long, long time. So to him, he doesn't have the experience probably in his brain to be like, oh, I should have watched what I said there, you know? Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm later moving Gordon. Yeah. Like after he has this emotional growth. Right. So. Because she makes a good point. Like I am so into this honesty from her. Right. Like I am so, first of all, um, I, I will do it so I can cross off that note. Uh, tap the Carlisle alert. She's wearing a red hat and looks Mm. adorable. I don't know she why does. that became a thing. Uh, you know, it stands it out. And it stands out. It's gorgeous. And I love how she's just like, look, I can take it. And my note is like, I am falling in love. Like, it, it's, it's really hard. And I, you know what it is? What annoys me is she says, here's what my problem is with what you just said. Like, she lays it out for him. She's very right. honest. She's open. And he's just like, well, what's the problem? And it's like, well, you're friends with her kid. It's, he it's, practically it's, is calling you Papa. Like, as weird how, as that sounds. <laughs> it's unfair. It sucks. But kids complicate things. And I can't believe that he's like that oblivious to it. You're right. You're going to make a really good point of it maybe has just never occurred to him. Right. That kids would complicate things. He's never dealt with a woman like this before. But it's so frustrating that even when she is straight up honest with him, he's still just like, I don't get it. What I do? <laughs> it's my Emilio Estevez impression. Couldn't you tell? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I actually want to make one note to something we've been talking about this entire show. This is the first and only time Charlie's mom is meant. Her name is mentioned in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and her name is Casey. And it's the only time the entire yep. movie we hear her name. This is it. Yeah, and it's weird because I tried to look her up. She's played by Heidi Kling, and there's, like, so little information on her. I know. I did that at the beginning. There's nothing it's on her except for these movies. Crazy. There's nothing. It's crazy. There is more on this ice festival than there is on her. Because <laughs> I was like, I mean, this is gorgeous. And what really confused me is I was like, why would you pretend it's an ice castle? Like, why can't you just pretend you're in a castle? And what I looked up was, and correct me if I've got any of this wrong. Go for it. Um, it was filmed at the St. Paul Winter Carnival uh-huh. in Rice Park, which has an ice sculpture contest. And there was an ice palace that was, like, I think built for the carnival. But it was so warm, they were worried about filming, which makes sense with the lights. Like, yeah. And so I can only assume that that line was kind of intended for that, where it's like, oh, right, an ice castle. But I mean, like, 
This is cute. And then I was like, why did Charlie only just get his own window last year? But then I was like, well, he was a kid, so maybe he lived with her. And now he's right. an independent person. Exactly. That's a good point. So. That's a good, a good way of looking at it. Um, you're absolutely right, though. She is straightforward. And I do love the fact that he's like, um, if, you're, if you, she says, if you're just playing around, you better let me know. And he goes and asks, what are you talking about? To a death to us part, I have to decide on the first date. Yeah, and, I'm um, so hmm. mad at him. And she she sets him straight. She sets him straight. Yeah. I give him I give her so much credit. <laughs> I do wish she was a little bit snarkier because, like, after she does the look, I can take it, and it, you know, you realize the date is going to continue. And I guess they kind of had to do this for the date to continue. But I kind of wish she'd said to you know, like, sucks for me too, you know, <laughs> like. She, she just stands there silently, and I'm like, oh, come on. We're building character here. You can say something. But well, I, I also want to know, how much has she been dating that this gets harder for Charlie every time? Well, Charlie brought up earlier in the movie that she dates, she brings the guys home, and then she see, they see him, and they're gone. And he, he in his brain... He said this earlier in the movie that said, I'm the problem, and it's hard on her because it seems like I'm the problem. So, oh, and she says it's harder on him. Yeah. They both see it from the opposite points of view. Oh. So I think that's really cute. I Actually, now thinking about it right now, yeah, he did say it earlier, exactly what she said, opposite. So... <laughs> So Sorry, go. I have a son. I I have a son, so I'm just like he loves his mom. <laughs> it is adorable. And then we have it is. Yeah. Although um, there's the the kiss, which he yeah. looks a lot more into it afterwards than she does. It really, it really was like um. Okay, kissing. We're kissing now. Apparently, that's yeah. What we're doing. I mean, she doesn't look <laughs> upset. She she looks like she's. Like, I think she's enjoying the date, but he looks super into it. And she's uh-huh. just kind of like, that was nice. <laughs> and by the way, whoever whoever entered this movie. <laughs> and I, 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 we've been joking about this the whole film, how awesome the editing is. But whoever mm-hmm. edited this, to go from kissing to the goal horn going off. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Like, fantastic editing. Well, but hang on, hang on. Before we get there... He has this little, I'm glad to be here with you. And yes. she says, me too. And just, I just want to give a, a shout out. How mindful of him. Living in the present. Embracing the moment. Something he's never really done before. Which is nice. You know? Yeah. This whole scene like I said, he is going to emotionally grow. <laughs> very true. Now here's my own, my only issue with their relationship. Is okay. it comes up at the end of the movie. And then it never hear from it again. Like, we never hear about it in the rest of the franchise. <laughs> so, yeah, I think at the beginning of D2, it's something like, oh, it didn't work out since he, you know, like, there, there is some sort of, like, okay, which I'll now to, as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out. I'll have to catch that and when I go to D2 <laughs> next year. I'm, I have to catch that. But I also remember it every game brought up. So maybe when we do yeah, the breakdown it's like next year. super quick. <laughs> cool. Like I said, when we get to the breakdown next year, I'll catch it, you know? <laughs> But yeah, there's the flash to the game against the Hornets. Yes, and that's what and we I'm are now. And I was Banks scores both goals because the whole point of this minute is, you know, Banks is superstar. Uh, actually, right? he scored two goals, and Averman scored the other one, and it was a five-three okay. win. So there you go. 
I, by the way, they are really, they are really beating each other up in this, in this game. Like, wow, it has gotten tense on this ice. Well, it's. I wish I knew more about hockey for these teams, because like. I'm just a fan. I got nothing. <laughs> well, well, well I, here's the thing. For someone who's been like critiquing everything in this movie, there's nothing illegal about anything going on in this scene. There's nothing <laughs> illegal. Everything is pretty legal. It's like legal checks, legal everything. It's actually nice to see actual hockey, you know, <laughs> without any like well, but I, tapness. But this this proves exactly my point of. We watched a pro game, and now we're watching these games. They needed the winter festival in between because yes. otherwise, you're going from a pro to the kids, and it's it's rough. <laughs> exactly. It was a nice transition scene. It got us away from the kids. Plus, like I said, we're gonna have a lot of hockey for the next half hour. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot. Oh yeah. We have this game. We have the next game, and I think the Hawks is right after it, and that's like the last like half hour of the movie. So. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I and I will say, um. I, I looked up how they did, like, the hockey games, basically. Like, did they double the kids? What is it? And then what I love is one of the things that came up as trivia was that some of the young actors who claimed when they auditioned that they could play hockey oh. were lying and had to be trained up before filming began. That's funny. And I didn't realize um, Banks was a real hockey player, and that's how he became Banks. Oh, that's, I actually didn't know Have that. you talked like, about this yet? No, I'm not. Then go, go for it. And it came up because um, I was trying to look up anything about Vincent LaRusso who plays him. Because like I said, you know, I very superficially was like, that's the cute one. Society has trained me to identify him. <laughs> there he is. Um, and uh, But there wasn't a lot of information. You know, he kind of did this. He's done some other stuff, but he's mostly not an actor. And what it is is that... Banks was one of the kids who was supposed to be playing hockey, you know, maybe on the Hawks or uh, the Hornets or some, some of the other team, wherever. And the kid they had originally cast to play Banks, it says let go. I don't know what happened there, but I saw it referenced multiple places as like it just wasn't working out. And since he was already there and could play and play one of the kids that's good at it, they basically bumped him up from no-name extra to Banks. Hey, there you go. Good for so him. So that's got to be pretty cool. That is really good for him. I know yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the players, from what I've read, are they learn how to play on the ice. They're not doing everything. Well, some of the moments I've noticed, there's a lot of, like, zoom-ins where I learn in, like, musicals where if you – a lot of times – I know they joke about this on the rent – from commentary track that they made it very clear they wanted to show things from afar to prove mm -hmm. that they're doing the dancing and the singing <laughs> a lot of times in this movie i've noticed that they'll do things from afar score the gold and then pop their helmets off to say look I, it's really us it's really us doing the hockey uh -oh. you know <laughs> which i like you know yeah it's a subtle oh thing. i love that i i can I can only imagine how excited the people were who were at that game and saw the, you know, welcome Gordon Bombay. Because I said, I think it said that like the filming code name was Bombay or something. Uh -huh. So they probably just figured it was that. But to like go and have it be this huge phenomenon and like you were at that game, that must have been so cool. Yeah, I, I, I always wanted to know what it's like to do that because this is a movie that wasn't supposed to be what it's become you know what i mean it wasn't supposed yeah. to be, there wasn't supposed to be sequels there wasn't supposed to be this craziness because i've 
I'll say this now. I have a special guest coming on late in the season. I interviewed him already, so I can mention it. I'm not going to mention my name. <laughs> You're <'Cause>... confident. <laughs> oh, no, I already recorded the interview, so I'm just being honest. But I'm not going to say who it is. I want to surprise everybody. But I talked to him, and he told me, according to him, this is supposed to be a one-movie thing. It wasn't supposed mm. to be a trilogy, and it was the sequels came because this took off. Like, it yeah. was not meant to be a trilogy. So... Well... And, all right, this is a perfect transition to something I noticed here at this game against the Hornets. Speaking of things taking off, mm -hmm. so many people in this crowd have on Ducks merch. I know. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. not realistic, okay? Thank you. Like, Thank you. I played sports as a kid, and, like, one mom has on that shirt, and then, like, all the kids have them, and then in 20 years, you make a t-shirt blanket out of it. Okay, all right. Thank you for clarifying. I've been waiting for a moment in this movie to bring this up. Where do all these parents come from? Like, where does this crowd come from? Like, why is it growing for no reason when there was maybe, like, ten of them in the crowd? <laughs> there is no way there should be this many people at this game. No, absolutely there not. There should be, like, so much empty space on these bleachers. <laughs> oh, man. And I, I was going to wait until the Hawks game later because it's even more ridiculous there. But here you're right. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I, I, I'm betting. I haven't watched the rest of this in quite a while, but I'm betting it only escalates from here. <laughs> it does. This should be the crowd for, like, the championship. <laughs> right. But they're here for this. And I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No. It's crazy. And I I was trying to make out the name of the sports shop behind them because I was – I. You know, have a soft spot having done figure skating, having gone to these, knowing people that played youth hockey. It's just like all oh, the sports shop. <laughs> I can like hear the sound of ice skates being sharpened in my head just by reading that. That's cool. That's really cool. But you're right. It, yeah, you can now. see it's one of the like light up signs. Yeah. It's just weird. Now I'm looking at it again. I rewound a little bit. And I'm watching this crowd that should not be this big. Over no. But, look, no. then again, but then again, then again, it's a small town in Minnesota. If the playoffs are going on, there might be a lot of people that were like, what is and It's in the paper, obviously. It's being said, but it's been paper at the end of this thing. It's so true. Maybe, maybe it's a Minnesota thing. Exactly. I did not realize until I was getting ready to be on your show that Cake Eater was a Minnesota thing. It is. I've looked it up. I never heard of it before this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just a Mighty Ducks thing in my mind. Like, of yeah. course, we were all running around Fairfield County, Connecticut, calling each other that. <laughs> well, again, though, I want to make a note. I, I brought this up in the past on the show, but I'll say it here again. In my hometown... Football was the thing. So, and I'm I'm a proud Boilermaker from my hometown of Garfield. Hall of Famer and everything. But when the, when I was still living in Jersey, when the team made the high school team made the playoffs, everyone would come. You you could miss all season. But if it was a playoff game going on, alumni <laughs> would show up that you haven't seen in years. And it would be crazy. So maybe in this circumstance, it's the playoffs. And people are like, mm. we're going to go to the playoffs and we'll pick a side. Oh, what's this underdog team went through for the underdogs? So that's the way I look at it. I just don't think kids youth league teams sell merch, but that's Who knows? my own. Uh, Unless that's Hans my is doing own it. Oh, you know what? Maybe Hans is doing it on the side. 
I do love it. And I will say, it's giving ahead a little bit, but the combo of the duck shirt, leather jacket, and stash <laughs> when he starts dancing That's after amazing. the win. It's beautiful. This is, this is before gifts. For it a is such a. <laughs> They're dancing. Such a moment. Amazing. Well, it's amazing about this. The two of them have come so far in this movie because yeah. it went from Gordon and his driver, and now they seem like their best friends. You know. <laughs> yes, it's so good, oh, and man. I love it because it comes after the good game, good game, good game, good game, exactly. <laughs> which has to be in every sports thing. Yes. And uh, you know. I looked it up because I was like, I kind of like the score for this movie. I wonder who did it. And it's David Newman. And I'm it just like, David Newman. oh, okay. That does not ring any, like. Look up his IMDb and you'll know a lot more movies than you realize with David Newman. Okay. Oh, he's done a lot and is still doing a lot to this day. Nice. So. But, so. Yeah. And I, I really like, we get that. We get their star on him, Banks. I, I Okay. I really like this newspaper transition. You were talking about how, like, these. oh, it's in the newspaper. And to be fair, like, yeah, local sports would be in the local paper. And that makes sense. I love these transitions. I think they're so cool. I actually, Where it, like, goes into the photo and then comes out on the next game. Oh, by the way, I'm reading this. It actually says in the article, it says here, there, there, this much is certain about the first two, two hockey tournament neither in division one or division two will be perfect <laughs> sure why not and it says yeah. yeah there you go but um i i do love the fact that the headlines and everything else but you're right the transition to the next game is amazing like absolutely so incredible whoever thought of that was brilliant you know <laughs> although i'm really mad about that I didn't try and read the articles. I'm a bad movies five minutes podcast. That's fine. I just did it just now as I was paused. I just did it just now. But and nice. that's where we end things in the middle at the beginning of the Cardinals Ducks game, and now we'll go into that in the next episode. But Cardinals overall. Ducks, it's a whole avian uh, showdown. <laughs> Ducks fall into that, right? I mean, they are birds. That works. <laughs> it works. It works for me. And um, let me just quickly getting my guest sheet up. Next yeah. week. Next week. For this next, oh no, I forgot that was next week. Um, next week <laughs> is Sean Gurman and Dave Ballas. <laughs> oh no, I haven't recorded this episode yet. That's next week. Um, <laughs> that's next week's problem. Yes, next week's problem. I just realized that. Um, so that's next week's show. Enjoy the Groundhog Minute invasion of my show next week. <laughs> Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Can I tell you some trivia that I only learned today? Go for it. All right. And I'm really mad that I never picked up on this. I would have picked up on it as a kid. His name is Gordon Bombay. Correct. Gordon's Bombay. It's two brands of gin. <laughs> I, you know what? I've never noticed that. My before. favorite hard liquor is gin. That's I amazing. have a bottle of Gordon's in my kitchen. How did I never put this together in over 30 years on this earth? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never noticed that until you said it. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoever put that on the internet, thank you. It was excited. It was, like, in That's one of the amazing. trivia listings because I was trying to, like, when I was looking up the stuff about the ice festival and the game to make sure I, you know, I want to find a couple different places to make sure it was That's the right fine. information. 
Okay. And this was one of the things where it's like, oh, he's named after Gordon's in Bombay. Two types of gin. And I'm just like, son of a. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, we've reached the end of our yeah. five minutes together. Why don't you give um, everyone plugs and where they can find you and where they can talk to you after they get done here. Awesome. I am a podcast junkie, so I'm all over the place. The easiest place to find me is on Twitter, where my handle is at OneSteelSister, O-N-E-S-T-E-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R, because in my bio of that, I have links to all four Movies by Minutes podcasts that I have done or am doing. Um, And I've also done Die Hard Minute and Into the Night Minute, which are some nice conglomerates. Uh, You know what? Go to moviesbyminutes.com and just listen to everything. Yes. And I'll see you there. (laughs) Exactly. We are part of the Movies by Minutes family. And also, this show is on the Filling the Void podcast network. i got to get that out for the boss. And you can hear me, after you're done listening to this, (laughs) go listen to the Blake and Sal show, where every single week we talk about a lot of stuff going on and when I'm looking at the date this episode's going up and we're right in the middle of con season and there's a lot we're, we literally have a list of cons we're going through this summer so look for coverage throughout the summer on the Blake and South show every single week um, my past shows I've done No Days But Today the Rent Retrospective which ended right before Rent Live and then we did a Rent Live special so you can go listen to that also, that was I interesting did, <laughs> yes, I did Clerks Minute where I did Clerks and Clerks 2 and also, Clerks Minute Beyond, where we looked at the animated series and other stuff outside of the movies. So, check that out. Other than that, um, thank you all for listening to the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, Tierney, for coming on. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. I love these movies. In case you couldn't, I couldn't tell. tell after however many minutes. <laughs> That's fine. This is... Don't worry about it. As I, as I joked with you before the show, I've had Neil McGowan on. This is not that long compared to his. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Till next week, when we have the Groundhog Minute Invasion begin. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. I will see you next week. Have a good day, everybody. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. <laughs>